Attention owner-operators, Ray Logistics, a dry van fleet, is looking for you to join their fleet. They pay percentage. It's no force dispatch. They have a bonus. Ruth Ann, you were looking at this bonus? It's a sweet bonus. It is a nice bonus. $15,000 bonus every time your truck hits 30000 Yeah. So you get an actual bonus after bonus after bonus after bonus. Every, you know, depending on you how you run, it could be every other... Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say every other week, but really close. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's an incentive. It's an incentive to run your tail off and stay a long time because yeah. your 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 bonus is just going to kind of keep coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, they also give fuel cards with a 55 cent fuel discount. They uh, have a hundred dollar DOT inspections. Just a, a, a lot of perks. A lot of perks with the job. Um, great time to be an owner operator right now. Freight is through the roof, and I think they should call Rayla. Just do you have their number? Eight three three seven three nine five six four seven. And always tell them Talk CDL sent you over there. Really, seriously, because that should make them even love you more. Because yeah, we're awesome. <laughs> what do you want to talk about today? Well, I mean, drivers. 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 Truckers. Are their ears going to ring? No, I feel horrible for this for for some of these drivers out there that these companies are just being horrendously evil to you know what i'm glad you brought that up. this is the one we were talking about earlier yeah it's it's an awesome i actually forgot that i wanted to talk about this that was actually on my mind it's been on mine but what you and i witnessed a driver had called us the other day yeah. and he let's let's take it let's take it real slow here truck driver calls us Calls talk CDL. Bring, 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 bring. Hello, yeah. trucker. How you doing, trucker? Well, no. So, anyways, he calls in, and he's telling us that he's working for this company. I'd love to say their name, but I don't want to say their name because it's hearsay. But I actually believe him. Okay, and it's not a big company. I think they're out of Kansas City. Okay, it's a small trucking company out of Kansas City, and he calls in and he says. I got a new job, and I was out on the road, and the day that the new company threw a verification, you know, called for employment verification mm-hmm. to his current company, they were paying him $250 a day salary. And and they're making this guy, this guy's running like 4,000 miles a week. Yeah, they're making him go illegal. Well, they're making him run on his PC, mm-hmm. you know, making him run three and 500 miles extra on his PC, his personal conveyance. But this isn't, this ain't even the evil part. And he, and he said, he said, whenever they would want me to run on my PC, they would never put it, you know, on the Qualcomm. No, or they don't want to have record. They would just call on the phone. So anyways... The day that he put his, he didn't put his notice in yet, but the day that the new company called them for a reference, he said he got a phone call. Hey, I forgot to tell you that we just gave you a raise to $300 a day, ironically. He forgot to tell you that. Wink, wink. So anyways, the next day he calls in and he says, hey, I need to get back to the terminal. He had been out a month anyways. And, and he said the owner started cursing, effing this, just bring the effing truck back. I know you're quitting, blah, blah. Just cursing him out. Here's the evil part. Go ahead. The, the owner of the company calls this driver back 
And he's and and because let me set the stage for this part. Because they rent their trailers, they don't have their own trailers. So wait, the company rents the trailers, not the driver. The co- yeah, the company rents trailers to use. You know, because they only have you know because they don't have their own. They only have tractors. They, I think they have less than like twenty trucks. This company, I don't even know what their size is. They're very small. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, getting to the story. Dum, dum, dum. The owner calls him and says, "Hey, I think that the people that rent the trailers to us is going to call the police on you for a stolen trailer." And the, the driver's like, "What are you talking about? What are you talking about? A stolen trailer, right?" And the owner's like, yeah, you stole their trailer. And he's like, what are you talking about? I got the trailer at the terminal in Kansas City from you and, 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 and with a load. <laughs> and he said, I'm trying to bring it all back. So the guy says, yeah, they're probably going to have you pulled over and arrested. So now he's trying to threaten him to stay basically at the company. So get this. The driver gets smart enough to call DOT and the rental place, and he just smart enough to say, hey, you know, I'm quitting this company. I'm not far from you. I'm going to drop your trailer off. So that that at least alleviated himself, you know, having this guy try to... So anyways, I, of course, the guy said, you use your PC time and just drive all the way back here to Kansas City. And and he asked me what I should do. I said, absolutely don't do that. Because, because he's liable to have DOT or somebody trying to pull you over for running illegal. And... uh so he did that. He went ahead and, you know, took his time. This was yesterday, by the way. And now he is going to be, you know, going back to Kansas City sometime today to turn in the truck, but they were threatening him. And I told him, I said, if I was you, I've never seen a company get that bad because you're quitting a job. And it's always, always family-owned companies. They all take it personally. I'm going to tell you something. When I, I, was in, I was in the car business when I was like 21 Literally for like a couple of years, I was in the car business at this this dealership, and they somebody told me before I went there. They said, "Never work for families," and man, they were so right because they all take it personal. When you're quitting, they take it personal. So, what do you think of that? I think it's like they got beer muscles because they have family members there for them. Well, I don't even know that it's beer muscles. I, I, it's to me. To me, it's. It's it's like this big pride thing, like we were like we were talking about, like a guy that says he threatens to kill a woman if she leaves him. Yeah. Or she threatens to. What you said that they use the kids as a pawn. Yeah, they use kids as pawns. You can't leave me. You know. Hey, listen. If a driver wants to quit, he should not be. He should not feel threatened. It should not be in any way feel that the guy's going to keep his check. Most likely, this, this company is going to try to keep his check. Mm-hmm. I would almost guarantee you they're going to try to... Oh, they'll find a reason. He owes me money because he com-checked extra you know, like advances or whatever it was. You know, They'll think of every, everything to try and, and screw with them. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, I just thought what a time we live in that... This is still going on, um, which leads me to another story, which is actually ironic. I don't know if I told you about this one. The other day I was talking to a driver, and he had, 
worked for this company, believe it or not, out in Kansas, same, same area, different company. And the company, he had gotten a, a, a cyst on his kidney, this driver. And so he had like a, an infection, right? And he had to go into the hospital. So now he goes into the hospital and he doesn't know this, but after 14 days, the company lets him go. They just fire him, right? Because he was in the hospital? Yeah. I mean, this is, a, this is, a, this is probably worse. This is heartless, this one. Lawsuit. Well, now, wait till you hear the kicker on this one. This one here will blow your brains out or blow your mind. I was going to say, you want me to blow my brains? <laughs> no, no it's just, this one will blow your mind, rather. So this driver, he goes and applies with another company. He gets accepted. Now, in the meantime, he's out on leave now because he's he was in the hospital and he doesn't have a doctor's excuse to come back yet until... He hasn't you know, been released. Yeah, this guy's got this major infection and there's no way he can do anything. So he finally gets the release. On the day that he's about to get travel set up to go to a new trucking company, he gets an a bill from the insurance company, or not the insurance company, from the hospital, ninety-three or $94,000. Wow. I know. So I'm talking to him. He's there. What do I do? He's, I said, dude, you don't have any. He, oh, no. Here's what he said. He said, the company, wink, wink, said if I come back to work for them, they will go ahead and make it retroactive, and they'll sign me up to where the insurance is going to have to cover me. Wink, wink. I'm like, so they're making you come back to work in order to do this, but yet they're the ones that fired you to begin with. And then upon firing you, how does the insurance company just go, yep, he, he don't work there anymore. We're just going to, we're just going to go ahead. And, and he said, he even called the insurance company and told them what's going on. The insurance company said, no, we can do about it. Wink, wink. Of course not. We don't want to pay $94,000. You believe that? I think the company's blowing smoke because I don't know if the company's already said he's left, that we fired him. Then, you know, they'll look back at those dates and they'll say, well, you already, he was terminated. He was not employed by you during those time frames. You know, the only thing they could sit there and do is say, well, you know, Susie over in the office messed up. You know, that stuff doesn't work. Oh, I hundred percent know it don't work. You can't, you can't, um, first off, somebody told me that the insurance is supposed to be paid 30 days in advance anyways. So I don't, I don't know that you can just say, okay, he's terminated, and then on that same day, the insurance company says, you're out. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. You know, it should be go to at least till it's paid or whatever. Generally, you do pay ahead right. when it comes to that. Exactly. So, But how heartless is that? And then for the trucking company to actually, wink, wink, want to say, we'll rescue you by hiring you back and making your insurance retroactive... I mean, I told the guy, I said, you don't really have any move but to go back to your company. And then as soon as the damn insurance is paid, leave. That's what I would do. I wouldn't even hesitate. I mean, if you're, let me tell you something. If you're a trucking company out there and you're so desperate, you're so desperate that you're going to, that you've got to screw somebody to keep them. You got to play with their insurance or you want to play with their money. I'm going to tell you something. The first guy that we were talking about that was getting paid $250 a day, that's, that's, that's $1,250 a week right now. And they're running this guy 
4,000 miles a week. They're running them over 1,000 miles a week on, on personal conveyance. <laughs> Unbelievable, the things that they're doing with this guy. And so if you're running somebody 4,000 miles and you're paying them 1250 a week, seriously, I mean, in all, in, in all sincerity, it may be, maybe even $1,500 if, if they're running them six days. But most likely they're running them five to six days. So twelve fifty to $1,500. How much are they making on $4,000? You see what I'm saying? They're grossing very nice money. And yet, if they would have just went and took this guy in the beginning, this is a lesson to all trucking companies. In the very beginning, your greediness is going to be your downfall. It really is. If you're a company out there and you literally think you're going to get some driver, and, and, and here's where they really fail. You get a guy, let's say, failed a drug screen or he's got a lot of tickets, right? And, and these trucking companies think, aha, we'll hire that guy because nobody else will, and now we've got him, and we can treat him like shit, and we can actually pay him very low wages. There, there's companies that think that way. We got him. We don't have to pay him hardly any because he can't go anywhere. Well, hey, guess what? You hired him. Mm-hmm. That means somebody else will hire oh, him. Oh yeah, drivers can go into places. I mean, it's not. It's not. If you if you're a company that's being that scrupulous, you got to think about what. If you're acting that way, what do you think as a company? How are you going to maintain your integrity? Do you understand what I'm saying? No. <laughs> of course not. I'm just saying, if you're sitting there one that's going to be playing with the driver's insurance, playing with the driver's paychecks, I mean, all these the, these companies, these nasty little companies, it's going to come back to them. They're going to get burnt just as bad, if not worse, because they're 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 a poor company. Listen, let's just let's go back in time when we worked for FFE. We were working for an owner-operator that was contracted with FFE. Mm-hmm. His name was Mark Fites. Mm-hmm. That guy had, at the time when we started with him, he had three trucks. Mm-hmm. I think he got up to like maybe 19 or so. I forget what he got up to. But that guy never missed a paycheck, and he always paid us better than most. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the truth. No, he was really great when and, he stuff. And he went out and got me a Western Star. Remember, I mean, he, 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 when he liked the driver and they're doing good, he'd go out and get him a hood, mm-hmm. you know, a really nice rig. And I, it was just an awesome truck that he gave me, and he paid me real well. And I didn't have to work that hard. It was a great job. I mean, mm-hmm. I did a little bit of fingerprinting for FFE, you know, but other than that, it was a great job. I was home a lot, you know. Um, so I can't knock everybody that has a small fleet. No, I wasn't knocking. I, I didn't say you were. I'm just okay. saying me personally. I'm just saying I don't want everybody to think that every mom and pop trucking company sucks. Mm-mm. But I got to tell you, truthfully, a lot of them, some of them do. Some of them really. And, and, and like, for example, if you got nothing but crap equipment, okay, and you're trying to pay a driver low wages and you are skimping on this and skimping on that. I'll tell you a good sign when, when there's a tire that's half bald and you're trying to tell the owner that, that there's a tire needs to be fixed or something needs to be fixed, and they're trying to skimp along and, and, and wait and wait and wait and wait, and you already know it's very unsafe or something's really bad. That's That right there is a good sign that you're working with a crap company. Oh, yeah. any kind, Anything that has to deal with inspections, if it's their brake lines, if it's, you know, the tires, if it's anything at all that deals with the safety of your tractor and you get inspected and you're the one that's going to get faulted for it, but you keep telling them, if it's a safety hazard... 
and they're not fixing it, that tells you where that company's um, priorities lie as far as they can care less than about the tractor and what's going to happen. They don't care if it's going to... You remember that accident a while ago? It was a truck that came off of a ramp, and it literally killed like four people. It, killed, it ran into like four different vehicles because for a month, they, the, the drivers were telling the company that there was the brakes were bad, and they kept the company kept pushing it off, pushing it off. Well, I mean, and, and that stuff catches up to you. You keep pushing safety issues off, it's going to catch up to you. In the long run, you lose money, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's just the way it is. So anyways, I wanted to talk about those two things. How about we move on to a new subject? Because I'll be honest with you, talking about companies that are screwing drivers, anybody that's screwing anybody, even if it's a bad driver or a bad company, it kind of works me up a little bit. I'd rather tone it down a little bit. What do you think? Um, you have fast and slow. It's really weird. You you don't generally go in the middle, but I'd like to at least yeah, let's say hi to one of our sponsors. Yeah, how about National Carriers, NCI? NCI. Absolutely. I'm going to give their number first, 888-311-7076. NCI what I, I'm just going to tell you real quick what I love about NCI, and I mean this sincerely. They're owned by their own freight. Mm-hmm. I can't say that enough. They're owned by National Beef, the second largest beef producer in the United States. That means if you go to work for them, they, they are like what I call the safe bet. If you go work for NCI, okay, you will be taken care of forever. And that's just the truth because you don't have to ever touch a broker load. And that right there is worth its weight in gold benefits and you love their trucks i do they're really pretty blue big nice yeah they got the extra big sleepers they do leasing they uh, actually do team drivers they do student drivers and uh they probably could use a few trainers that make a real good living over there Mm -hmm. okay one more time 888-311-7076 give them a call like we all tell everybody call them see what they're paying See what kind of money you can make. Go try them out and then let Talk CDL know. We've got actually a lot of people we know that have gone over there and, they, mm-hmm. and they've stayed, which is a really big thing since they've been our sponsor for the last couple of years. We, we've uh, had a couple of drivers show up and, and they'll tell us, hey, we, we love it when there's a, a Talk CDL referral mm-hmm. in our in our uh, uh, orientation. Yeah. It's awesome to see that. So and And those guys stay. Anyways, let's move on. To the next subjecto. What you got? Well, here's what I was thinking about. You guys are going to love this subject. Because I love it. Uh, I I don't know. You scare me sometimes. (laughs) No. I call this back in the day. Back in the day. No, really, back in the day. I don't even know if you'll understand this, but I think you do. Back in the day. Back in the day. This is where a lot of trucking companies, I think, and, and if you're a trucking company, I want you to turn this dial up. And I want you to stop looking at your phone. No texting, no playing with your phone, because this is important for you if you really want to make your trucking company better. If you want Troy to improve you right now, I'm about to. Infomercial. (laughs) No, I'm about to improve trucking companies. I really am. All right, hit it. Because I'm going to take them back to old school. Old school. Back in the day. Let me tell you back in the day. Let me tell you what goes on with trucking companies. The number one commodity in trucking is the driver. It's true. Driver's the number one commodity. Without the driver, you have nothing. You could actually you could actually survive without half of your office staff, but without your drivers, you cannot survive. Now, what I'm getting at is a lot of your people in your office do not understand drivers. I'm, I'm seeing that at every trucking company. 
Most of you guys, you got a lot of guys that come in with their little little penny loafers on and their little knit socks, all right, and their hair is all combed real nice. And they look like pretty boys sitting at the desk. That's okay. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm a pretty boy, right, Rutan? Okay, I'm not a pretty boy. But listen, guys, this is the problem. They don't know the drivers. And back in the day, back in the day, before you could work for a trucking company, you had to spend at least one or two trips with a truck driver on the road. It's the truth. It is the truth. Ladies and men, all of you, had to go out to find out what it's like to be a trucker. Am I right or wrong, Ruthann? Absolutely. Freaking lootly. I'm telling you right now. Let me tell you what you get an appreciation for. How long these drivers are gone. See, a lot of them, a lot of them, I'm telling you, man, I remember getting into a fight with dispatch the one day at um, Elderlight when I was at Elderlight pulling caskets all over. And I'll never forget how the office was at 501. You couldn't get a hold of anybody at that office, man. They were back home petting their kitty cat, you know, fixing dinner barbecuing, you know, just having a good old regular life, which is not a big deal because truck drivers, we choose the life to be out there. But we do ask for a little understanding. I'm telling you, it's true. And you see, they never really quite had like an affection or an, an actual respect. Okay. R-E-S-P's. Right. It's the truth because believe me, there's a lot uh, trucking companies go a lot further in relationship. There's a lot less tension when somebody can go out on the road and go, Hey, listen, let's get this guy taken care of. Something's going on. We can't just leave him sitting. Can't leave him hanging. He's on the line right now. Something's, uh, tempers, are, tempers are flaring. Mm-hmm. Let's get this worked out. Why? Because I've been out there. I know, I'm just saying, if you're a secretary or you're a, a finance guy or whatever you do at a trucking company, if you've already taken a few trips on that road and you've seen the way drivers are putting up with the BS out there and the weather, the four-wheelers, DOT, um, having broker loads jerk you around, having dispatch lose a load, you ne- you can't maybe you don't get home for the weekend or whatever the case is, when you get to live it, just at least just one trip, you get a better respect for the truck driver, I've talked to trucking companies. I'm like, hey, have you any of you guys ever been a, in a truck? No. No, they don't know what it is. Ha, has Has the company ever made you go out with a, a driver? No. Well, they really should. You know, they should put you out, even if it's an overnight or somewhere. And there's plenty of lady truckers at most of these companies. And there's a lot of a, a lot of things you can set up to where the secretary, the the dispatcher, I don't care who it is. If you've got a, a, a an entire in-house crew of people that have never been in a truck before you really need to get them out there they'll learn i'm telling you this is what they're going to learn they're going to learn what it's like to be away from family seriously not not that not that they need to know that for any other reason but the people they're working with you know when you come again i'm going to say it when you come to the knowledge of what the other people are feeling you'll deal with them totally different You'll learn how it, what it's like to live in a truck. You'll learn what it's like to be eating on the road all the time, showering on the road, getting jerked around by everybody. Everything a truck driver goes through. And again, I'm not asking you to do this so you can pity them and even kiss a truck driver's ass. I'm not, I don't think most truck drivers are wanting that. But what we do like is when somebody can understand us. If somebody can understand what it's like to be gone or what it's like to be out there. And I'm telling you, the truck driver themselves, Ruthann, don't you think the truckers themselves would gain more respect for the people in the office 
once the office people can say, yeah, I understand what it's like out there. I'm working hard to help you out with this situation. I think that you'll have a better better communication between both the driver and the office staff because they would be able to communicate and the driver would know. You know what I mean when I say we have to go and do this and, the, and they'll know exactly what the driver's talking about because they've been there at least once or twice and experienced it with the driver to know what he's meaning. It's very hard to explain something to someone when they don't, when they have a blockade up and they don't want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying if, if you guys can go back to the old school, when you hire somebody for in your office, Hey, we do require you to go out on a trip. Okay. You, you, you could come work, but over the next couple of weeks, we're going to set you up with a, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you where it'd be a nice trip to go. New York city. And you could see why they hate it. And that's not a joke. Send, send your office personnel to Chicago, New York City, or Los Angeles, and I'll guarantee you they'll, they'll, you'll, you'll get a better respect for the truck drivers that you work with. That's just my suggestion, and usually I'm right. Right, Ruthann? Don't you agree? Troy's usually right, huh? Okay. Let's move on, Ruthann. How about another sponsor, Rev? Talk to him about Rev. Rev Insurance. Rev it up. Well, You like that? That's I, like I, their, their new plug, Rev it up. Mm, rev it up with rev. You don't like that? Oh, no, I mean you're going. What the hell are you doing, with us, Troy? Go I on. think you can, you can, you can play that because you know if you think about it, you know if 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 it's dealing with insurance for your tractor and so forth, you can't rev your tractor up and drive it away unless you have that sucker covered. So, well, look, I I tell everybody, especially right now, insurance is through the roof. Everything's mm-hmm. through the roof. I mean. Look at look what a, a board costs at Home Depot. Everybody's it's complaining about insane. it. Insane. I know. And and trucker insurance is going through the roof. And if you got somebody who could save you five hundred, a thousand, five thousand a year, whatever, maybe ten thousand a year. I don't know. If you pick up the phone, these people are capable of going, Okay, what are you doing now? Give me your license. Let me run it. Boom, boom, boom. Here's what we can do for you. I can save you fifty five hundred. I could save you five hundred. Whatever it is, at least a three minute phone call could get you a lot of money. Why not? And what's it gonna hurt you? What's their number, Ruth? 800-347-5373. Call Revit, 800-347-5373. How about one more topic? Is this, actually, Lay it on me. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a new segment in the podcast, calling it Everyday BS. Just the the the, the BS in trucking. Can we can we start a little segment? And we'll have like a little song that says BS in trucking, you know, so <laughs> a little jingle. Yeah. Like a little BS jingle. Okay. This, I mean, this is just a little, a little tiddly thing here that I found it, this poor trucker. I shouldn't say poor trucker. It's his fault. They don't give his name. Um, here, here's what it's titled. It's titled roadblocked driver charged. And this is, I just wanted to give drivers fair warning and just making the wrong move can totally screw you up. It says, a trucker from Pennsylvania faces a traffic charge after a transport truck became stuck on airport parkway blocking the road. It says, it happened at about 4 p.m. Tuesday between Elmwood Drive and College Street East. City police reported. It says, through investigation, it was determined that the driver had attempted a U-turn and the tractor had gone off the roadway Onto the soft shoulder, and I guess basically sunk, got stuck. It says the transport uh, was eventually towed back on the roadway with no damage. Police charged the driver with making a U-turn within, I never even heard this one, 150 minutes of of a crest grade. I don't know why it says minutes. Maybe it's supposed to be meters. I don't know. 
know. That's kind of a weird. It says the person's name was not released because of the charge. Uh, it, it's a provincial offense, whatever the heck that means. But the bottom line with it is, um, don't screw up out there, guys. I mean, honestly, just trying to take one second. You know, we've talked about this years ago about trying to rush things. Mm-hmm. You know, and making first off an illegal U-turn is a reason why a lot of these places say no U-turn. It's because there's something that's going to happen. I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. a reaction for every action. For every action, there's going to be a reaction. If you're making a a, a turn where you really shouldn't be making that turn. Something's going to happen. Right. I mean, obviously, the, it wasn't big enough for a big truck to do a U-turn. So Mm-mm. he goes off on the on the low shoulder, gets stuck, and then costs the company money. Probably if the company's smart, it's going to cost him money. Right. Then he gets a fine. Now it goes on his license, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Maybe he's late for a load. His check is low. I mean, just that one second move. And he was towable. I'll give you a worse move. You got a guy that's going by an exit not paying attention. And somebody says, oh, you're missing your exit. And they whip the wheel and roll the truck over. Instead of doing what? Go down to the next exit and turn around. Just do a flip. Yeah. Guys, can I give you some advice? Being late is better than usually the consequences of wrecking or having a wrecker come for you. It's just the truth. It's 100% the truth. If you're you're better off, I've always told people, don't panic. If you miss your turn or you got to get turned around, drive until it's safe to do. Get it in your mind, safe driving. In the long run, I promise you, going slow and safe is going to make you more money than rushing and messing up. Okay, Ruthann? Yeah, because going down to the next exit is only going to take you a few minutes. I want to title that. We're going to call that something, the BS of trucking. It'll be like a little segment. You got got a word of the day? I do, I do. Hey, how about one last... One last uh, sponsor. How about our people, J.J. Keller? J.J. Keller. J.J. Keller. Last but surely not least, J.J. Keller. 888-601-2017. If you're looking to become an owner-operator, these are the people to call. They're your right hand. If you're looking to keep all your paperwork in order, and I'm going to tell you something. These people are so convenient to have in your back pocket. It's amazing. If you, if did you have something? Well, I was going to say they they wouldn't just help you as a new owner operator. They would help you as an experienced been there for a while owner operator too. Yeah. It I, doesn't matter if you're new at it or not. Hey, here's here's a good thing. Let's say you have 7, 8, 9, 10 trucks and you don't have a full office. These are great people to have. Mm-hmm. They'll keep your paperwork in line, all your DOT stuff, everything from drug consortium to your DOD, your DOT filings, everything you need to file. And then if you get an audit, these people have all your paperwork in line for you. They got your back. Absolutely. We're saying give them the number one more time for Keller. Very valuable people to have on your side. If you want to be actually professional, call these people. 888-601-2017. That's JJ Keller. Ruth and word of the day. Word of the day. Hold on. I got to turn my... Wait, are you serious you don't have the word of the day ready? No, I have it already. But what I have to do is turn my volume back up on my computer because I have to mute it every single time. Because if I don't, then you hear crap and you don't. no one wants to hear crap. All right. Esculent. Esculent? Esculent. Esculent. Is it spelled E-S-C-U-L-A-N-T? Yes. Yay. That was like the first time in like five years. Okay. Esculent is fit to be eaten. It's something edible. A thing, especially a vegetable, which is fit to be eaten. Esculent. Esculent. 
Fit to be eaten. Mm-hmm. The puppy sniffed the food to determine whether it was esculent. Or the community garden grew eggplants, string beans, and an assortment of other esculents. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I probably won't use that one. Well, some people might. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? I'm done. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.